Is there a movie that you can put on or you go to regardless if you're sad, happy, engaged, disengaged? What is might not it might not be your favorite movie, could be your favorite movie, but what is the movie that you always go to? Uh probably Jurassic Park or um Lord of the Rings. I don't I don't have this. I don't or Star Wars. Star Wars and Lord of the Rings are like my sick movies. Like I'll I'll put those Damn. on when I'm sick. Um and just just lay on the couch and watch those. I, I feel too much guilt to rewatch stuff like that. Even if I'm not paying attention. It's like, oh I I wanna watch something really? different. Yeah. I mean, it's I, I find myself not going back to many things, even the things that I know I love, because I always feel like I want to find something else. It, it is the it is the checkbox cross things off my list. Part of my brain that is always looking for a new thing and is always feeling guilty if I go back to an old thing. Interesting. It's, not, it's a curse. I, I hate it. I would I would rather just go back and play more into the breach than play literally any other video game um but uh my brain's like no you you should you should play the new stuff why what are you doing and i hate it, it. well people can change uh, chase uh yeah people can change uh i think for me i've the last decade it's become scott pilgrim for me like that's just a movie i throw on uh but it's been the Royal Tenenbaums. It's mm-hmm. been uh, what's that? What's that? <laughs> stabbed in the back in a bazaar in Calcutta. <laughs> Don't you put your knife in me? Uh, <laughs> it's just so good. And then I, I, I think that the most criminally underrated movie—it's uh, one of my absolute favorites—and I put in all the time—is What About Bob? I think that is probably the most slept-on comedy to date. In my opinion, it's a fantastic movie. I, I don't disagree, but I think that in the the Bill Murray catalog, it's well, it's got its audience, it's got its people. But yeah, I, Sarah and I sometimes will have like this whole thing. It's like just put something stupid on. Like mm-hmm. I, I I just need that noise, that sensory, yep. and so we've got our. See, like, that, that's just that's baseball for me. It's like oh, we'll just put on a baseball game. It's new, but it's always the same thing. What do you do? Of. It's not all year though. No. Well, there's there's sports on of some sort, college basketball or. Yeah, I, don't know. I feel like you have I, to, like, engage with that, though. Not really. I, I keep a lot of that stuff muted while I'm watching YouTube videos or eating dinner or doing uh, listening to a That's podcast. Or like, silent you know. baseball happening on your television. Oh, God. Silent yeah, baseball. Yeah. And I, can, I can look up and I can see, oh, that was a big hit. And then I can just scroll back 15 seconds and turn the volume up and see what's going on or like there's there's a certain rhythm to a baseball game of some stuff you could just kind of let it slide off your back and then other ones you're like wait that's not a thing that you normally see in baseball what's going on here and then yeah somebody got fucking ejected because they were arguing balls and strikes and now there's now there's like a big dust up and you're like oh shit i need to go back and check what that was damn uh it was a couple days ago or maybe it was just yesterday um our guy for for the st louis cardinals paul goldschmidt hit an opposite field home run it was a second home run um and this this guy uh, in they were in Cincinnati, uh, this guy in the front row in right field, just old older gentleman is kind of like looking up going, oh, where's the ball? Where's the ball? Uh, and it totally just drills him in the fucking shoulder. Holy uh, shit. And oh. he just he just goes down like a sack of potatoes. It's 
you felt you felt bad, but also God damn. Come on, man. And so I had I just had the game on mute and I was like, wait, what did I just see a man die? Yeah, he's he's absolutely dead. Would get hit in Super Mega Baseball? Uh, no, not exactly. Like this, this was less. I mean, it felt less impactful, uh, but it's just yeah, like, well, no, it, it, it certainly did not feel less shoulder. impactful for him. I can assure you of that. He just immediately goes down into his seat and his uh, his older wife's there like, hey, are you, are you all right? What's going on? And I, they, they try to cut back a couple times while Paul Goldschmidt's like, "Ooh, I hit a home run. Isn't that very good? Uh this guy is just like, oh, oh, oh God, oh, I'm dying. <laughs> this is a safe. This, the, we're friends. I can be myself. Um, we're not friends. I don't know what gave you that impression. I, we'll get to the good stuff here in a second. I want to come clean on something. I watched an absurd amount of videos of not I can't watch injury stuff. Like I can't watch people like break mm, their legs and things. Sure, sure. I, like, I want nothing to do with that or like popping videos. My sickness is I like to watch kids not get hurt, but maybe look like they're about to like like they got hit. Like I like to see kids getting hit with balls like they're at a sporting event. Kids running across the field. He just gets pelted by a stray. Mm-hmm. I think kids on playgrounds like I will watch kids getting hurt, but not like permanent hurt, but just like, yeah. You know. I, I like fail videos like I like watching like skateboard fail stuff as long as there's no uh, compound not, fractures. Yeah, as long as you're not seeing broken bones, uh, as yeah, I I can't deal with that. Uh, go back to previous conversations where I talk about how squeamish I am, but I love to watch a skateboarder trying to do a fifty fifty grind on a on a rail and just absolutely uh, racking themselves. Yeah, it's it's a beautiful thing. That's awesome. Uh, well, speaking of beautiful things, Chase Kennedy and Johnny Amazon are joining me. How are you two doing? And this is the casual hour. I am Bobby. It is May 24th. This is episode 326. May the 24th be with you. Please and forever. Uh, We've got a lot of fun stuff to talk about tonight, folks. We are going to be covering more of Tears of the Kingdom. We are going to be covering, uh, I believe, that new boomer shooter that Johnny's going to talk about. Uh, I'm going to talk about humanity alongside Chase, and uh, I got a brief little update on the Miasma Chronicles, but the real meat and potatoes tonight is going to be that Sony showcase. We're going to talk a little bit about not everything, but some things that stood out to us, the tone of the show, what our general impressions of it were. We'll probably have that playing in the background talking over it. Uh, So stick around. We got a lot of fun stuff to get into, but Chase, I would love to know what you've been playing. Uh, I mean, I've, I've still been playing Tears of the Kingdom. I I've I've slowed way down. I uh, I think the last time I had two temples beaten and I am just in the third now. I, I just got there. Uh, I'm in the Zora one, the water temple. And uh, it's a cool one. And like I, I'm ready to actually start that. But then I said, hey, this is a good stopping point. Let's uh, let's pump brakes. And I'll I'll come back to it. So, I mean, it, it's been good. It's been fun. Yeah. I I did a little bit of item duplication stuff. Uh, very briefly. I didn't do like the the new one that's supposedly way easier. I did the bow one, the old one. Um, um pro tip. Yeah. Uh, if you wanted to duplicate some bomb flowers, I would not recommend. Uh, yeah. The, don't the don't method. jump on them with oh, your shield. Oh, hold on a second. That's a good call. Uh huh. I've got an. I've got. A little pro tip for you, Johnny. Your your failed experiment's not bad. Go into a camp or into a sprawl of enemies and start gliding above them, duping your bomb flowers. 
and just keep oh duping and keep duping and keep duping and just okay, rain this, holy fucking I mean, terror that's down awesome, on them. But I really just wanted some for my for my arrows. <laughs> um, and I I like I put I like did it over water. I was like, okay, well maybe that'll no. I Bombs you can do yeah. from a decent height two passes of duping. Before you uh, get in problems. That's, that's well, I, I explored a lot more of the depths recently as well, which which also just uh, didn't oh, yeah. top me out at all, but uh, at least got me a lot more bomb flowers. They're they're just more common down there. So, uh, yeah, I mean, hey, that, that game's still great. Um, I, I'll let you both in on a little secret that I um, I broke down and I purchased 38 Amiibo pug whatever the fucks um no they haven't got here yet yeah something like that um they should get here at least within the next couple days so that that's another reason that i've kind of slowed down a little bit it's like well i could just wait to play this game and then get more Mm -hmm. amiibo shit with it so yeah we'll get some cool stuff with them man uh even like i have most of the unique gear but even just like the mats that you get from these. Yeah, they're, uh, they're really nice. Um, like I, I have the the Toon Link one from Smash Brothers, which just gets me a bunch of fish. And yep, you know, it'll get you a, a shield. It'll also get you a boomerang and an entire outfit. Yep, that that one does not. It not, does. not the Smash Brothers one. I the think Toon there's another Wind Waker one that gets you Toon Link stuff, but the Smash Brothers one uh, only gets you the the King of Red Lions fabric for the uh, for the um, the thing, hmm. the glider. I, I think I think the one with him, like with the actual wand uh, gets you the the set. But I have the one with just him holding the sword. Um, I do have the eight bit link one, though, and that gets you uh, the full outfit of the hero set. So I've, I've got that full set set but. glider and sword. Okay, I, I think I've gotten a sword. I haven't gotten a glider. Um, yep. Not yet, anyway. Most of them give you. I've gotten so many damn glider skins. Yes. Um, there's a lot. Uh, but yeah, I, I still I feel like there's a ton of that game I still haven't engaged with. I still don't have the power, the blueprint power that just lets you build stuff. So I I still haven't. I mean, I'm I'm still building stuff all the time, but it's all ad hoc stuff and not. Hey, I've got my I've got my exact thing. Like I watched I watched the YouTube video of the the green and the green goblin glider versus the the bike with the the fans on the front and back and Mm -hmm. how the front and back one is so much more efficient than the than the green goblin glider style. And I'm like, okay, man, like once once I have this blueprint power, I guess I can start building some of these things. But for now, it's fine to just spawn a wing, spawn a spawn a cart put the wing on the cart and put a fan behind it and just go, you know, we'll, we'll just fly 30 you, feet and call it a day. I guess that's fine. <laughs> the, the amiibo you have chase isn't the one where he's like running. He's got the sword back and the shield up. Yep. That, that does get you the set. Really? Okay. Mm-hmm. I've, I've used it a number of days and haven't gotten shit. Um, it's, it happens. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh, Cause I did the save scum stuff with the, the, uh, the ape at one to get the, the hero set, but all right. Um, that's fine. I mean, it doesn't matter. I've, I've got 38 of the fuckers coming in soon, so I'll, I, I'll get it all eventually. Johnny, can you do me a favor while we're, we're talking here? I know that the other day you pulled our hour counts. Can you, can yeah. you pull that for all of us really quick while, while we're here? I, I think that'd be a fun little thing to talk about. Uh, I have a feeling mine will be the lowest. I don't, I don't have my switch with me. I have my switch. God damn it, Johnny. It was, I was at 65 hours. You were at 85, but I know that's higher now, Bobby. Yeah. Uh, Chase was at 
I don't remember. 50, yeah. I think. I, I'm, I'm certainly lower. 35, uh, mine says. 35 for Chase. Nice. Uh, so, yeah, I, I am at the point now where I am ready to fight Ganon, I think. I... I'm not going to stop playing it, but I'm very curious. I, I've really enjoyed the story. I know that we all kind of joke about that, but like I, I think that it's one of my favorite uh, oh, stories being told. Yeah, it's it's been a lot stronger in this one, I think. Than oh yeah, in Breath of the Wild, and even like you know all the all the little NPCs you run into in the world all have like a charm to them. Yep. Uh, the sign guy. He's so good, man. Shout out God. to the sign guy. He's the best. That is one of my um, favorite dumb things in a game in some time. Uh, I think it's one of my least favorite things when I see him or I go like, ah, fuck, I got to do this again. Uh, <laughs> but then I always end up having a pretty solid time of of building that stuff and trying to figure that puzzle out. It's just it's 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 very similar to the Korok thing of yeah. of. I didn't think I was going to have to do this right now. And what are you doing way out here in the middle of fucking nowhere? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I got to hold this sign for the boss. There have been some some pretty fun ones where, you know, do you just end up with this giant? Like, I, I, I had one where they, they had nothing around and I had to actually go physically chop down trees to make a ton of logs and bring all the logs over and and put them in this incredible contraption that is basically just holding holding down the sign at every possible fucking angle there's so many goddamn trees around this little (laughs) sign and then he does like his two stick thing uh to actually keep it held up and i go okay yeah that was that was worth it whatever buddy give me give me your 20 rupees and like two bomb flowers and some piece of meat that doesn't heal up even a quarter of my hearts uh i I gotta tell you guys i've only done this like really one other video game but johnny will know this and red dead redemption 2 once a week i went back into the saloon and put the dude's hat on and just beat the shit out of him wearing his hat like that was just like i was like and it was just like in my head arthur walks in he's like it's time for an ass whooping the hat's still mine and i would beat the guy's ass once a week This time, I like to think that I'm you a little. You don't even r- like that game. I like that was the game. That's the game to me. It's just once a week, I fired up and beat the shit out of the guy I took his raccoon hat from. Uh, but my little game that I play, Link's a little rascal, and every time he sees this guy, the guy's like, "God damn it, not this guy again!" And I'm like, "No, no, seriously, like I got you, man. Like just let it go. It's good." And I let it fall over. It's like fucking got you, bitch. I got you every time you fell for it. So every time I see him. I just let his sign fall over and it's, it's like my head links this like hey, still See, got it. I, for, I forget every time. It's like Charlie that Brown you, in the football. <laughs> yes. Yes. I forget every time that you don't have to start talking to him. Like you can just start building. You don't yeah. have to you don't have to accept the mission or anything. So every time I go up and start talking to him and it gives me the option and I go, oh, well, I, I obviously don't want you to let it go. It's not it's definitely not going to work. But also. I am here. It's yeah. it's probably faster to just do this instead of backing out of the conversation. So yeah, go ahead and drop that fucking sign, it's, you idiot. It's it's my dumb little game I play. Every time I see him, the first one is like, "No, man, you're good. This is totally gonna stay." I love the president. Drop I, it. <laughs> I saw a clip today of someone that put rockets oh, on God. the thing that stabilized it, and when it flew away, the guy looks up. He's like. <laughs> I saw somebody who uh, somehow they got Pura Pura yeah Pura on 
uh, a glider mm-hmm. and he was just flying with out. her. It's like date night with Boo and just like basically was out <laughs> flying her around everywhere. It was so fucking good. Nice. Man. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, it sounds like we're all still having a lot of fun with that. Uh, yes, I know I Bobby it. is Bobby's not saying he's on any sort of time pressure with that, but he is he is definitely blazing through that game at a at an incredible clip. Whereas uh, Johnny and I, I, I think, are taking in that game uh, a lot more slowly. Um, I but, uh, and I'm having a great time. I could see myself. Like I, I would probably play this game over the course of the whole year. Like, oh yeah. Um, but I think knowing Diablo comes out next week, I feel like I should try and get through the last two temples. I already have the Master Sword. Um, like finish all the big stuff as much as I can anyway. Um, and then just just go to like a leisurely pace because that's if, that's, if what's, any, that's what's brought me the most joy is are just, you guys so when you're playing this game are you looking up stuff as you go around or are you just taking um, what the game gives you I've, I've looked it up when i wanted to get like oh you found an armor piece because then i get really like anxious if i don't have the full set so mm-hmm. i'm like all right hey i found this are the other two pieces nearby and i'll like go into it that route i've been looking at like videos on at this point where I'm at in the game, just like some meta fuse building, like how can you start to like really do good structures? And uh, I'm now just getting to a point where like I'm rocking the same. Like I've I've gotten enough of the weapons and the mats to where it's like I know that these two things together, there's a there's a sword that you get in the game. It's not the master sword, but it it seems pretty ineffective when you see it. it's like a level 20 something. But its ability is it doubles the value of what any item is that you fuse to it. Mm, okay. And it's a one-handed weapon, which is really cool. So you can do big damage because you have something that like literally like I have one right now that's level 138 is the damage on it. And yes. it's a one-handed weapon, but it really it went from 28 to 138 because of what I fused to it. And it's just fucking awesome. Like, it's so cool. So, like, now I'm doing shit like that where it's like, okay, I need to know, like, where can I find this material fastest so I can, like, at least coordinate. Like, you need to be on that part of the map. So, just start going there. And uh, I've now also tried to uh, not go to the closest shrine or tower, but, like, the one that's, like, second or third closest. That way I give myself more of a reason to explore. Hmm. Nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I I feel like I've I've been playing that game incredibly inefficiently, but I I kind of I kind of don't care. In fact, I I like the way I'm playing it. Where, There's no wrong way to do it. Sure, but I feel like if I seen seen some people who have like thirty batteries uh, right. that are going on, and they've they've built that little bike thing, so they're not even touching the ground ever, and they're just flying around and doing whatever they want, what they want. Um, seeing people do the drone stuff where they're just murdering enemies with these things, I know, dude. Um, which is undeniably cool for sure. Oh um, yeah. And and Johnny and and you and and even me, we we've all sent clips that we've seen from Twitter and things that people making ridiculous stuff. Um, and and while I think all that is really cool, I, I kind of have no desire to play the game in that way where it feels like 
it feels like you're just busting the game wide open. And, and there's part of me. I It's not it's not like I'm playing it realistically or anything like that. But I like there is it's not it's not even like a developer intended way. It's just I'm I'm kind of playing this a little bit like Breath of the Wild, where I'm just kind of walking yeah. around and doing stuff. But I have these extra tools available to me to use whenever I need to. And, and I'm really liking playing the game that way and, and just sure. kind of exploring around. I I mean, I am sure at, at, a, at a point where I'm, you know, 70 hours in and I've gotten all the temples and, and I'm just I just want to like get stuff or I want to actually check stuff off the list and, and not experience the game so much anymore. I've already had that experience. Then I can go, oh, yeah, just give me the give me the fucking bike that goes over basically everything that attaches the Korok guys to it incredibly easily. And is just the most efficient way of getting some of this stuff done. But right now it is it's just been kind of cool of of still having that that sense of discovery of yeah. I don't really know what's over there. I'm going to walk over there uh, basically as slowly as I can and just kind of keep checking stuff out um, and oh. and having like the Sky Islands high rule and the depths to to just kind of multiply that by three has been really cool. I've been using the map <clears throat> so much more. Uh, this time around. And if I, if I come across something that I find it like the Korok seeds are a big one. Now it's like, I don't want to work on this puzzle. So I'm going to drop the seed icon where you're at to know like, okay, here's where it is. Cause I, I eventually would like to get them. Um, and that's been something that's been very helpful. The other thing is, is that you didn't get it until the DLC, but you can get the heroes medallion. You can actually get up to three of them, which is at awesome right now. And so that's been nice. <laughs> this is a it's it's your own fast travel yeah, point. You can drop it anywhere on the map. Oh, okay. fast travel back to that. Point. And then you can collect it from anywhere on the map and then place it there. So I've been using that also as like, hey, this is a really cool spot. I want to explore this more. I'm going to drop a fast travel point here. Go do what I was on my way to do. And then when I go back home and like wrap stuff up, then I'll come back to this. And that's been using that with the hero's path where i can see like what where was i at the most tonight and kind of play that back I'm like oh yeah it was there i'll drop point of interest and i i usually like give myself like a wind down this is so weird to talk about the game this way but when i know that i'm going to be like calling it quits that night i'm like okay you got about 30 minutes like let's go and button up a few things try and get i, I usually cook before i close the the game down make sure that I'm like in full health and all that stuff tour. When I fired up the next day, it's just kind of like fresh start, go get it. You know that you've got your placemats to like go and do stuff. And that's been really fun for me. Uh, almost like a journal. I'm like treating this almost like a journal or more importantly, like well, it's just, right. It's, it's just right so in the margins, like of an instruction do. booklet. Yeah. It's you know, like, and it's, it's all based upon your own initiative. You know, I, to I, I found a dumb thing. Yeah. If you put a rock on a stick, uh-huh. And you've come to like where a Korok circle is that requires a stone. Just drop your weapon that has the rock on it in the spot and it it counts as the rock and then you just pick your <laughs> weapon back up and go. And that like is such a dumb, easy little quick way to solve those. Like, where the fuck is that rock? Or if you're like me and you get your buttons mixed up, you throw the rock off the side of the mountain. That, you know what? <laughs> some uh, some other people have mentioned that, too, that there are so many mechanical things that you can do in this game from a control standpoint that I, I find myself all the time going, OK, I just want to put 
the the bomb on my arrow how do how do i do that again do i yeah. uh, which which thing do i touch to to do that and i hit yeah. like four different buttons before i figure out oh wait it's it's up on the d-pad jesus you know Christ. you know what uh, they should do is oh, going ahead, on the tip of your arrow think of that as like the direction sure, sure. I, that mnemonic works for this one instance there's 30 other instances of things that i want to do there's there's <laughs> three ways that they sort right now like you can sort by fuse power type or most used Mm-hmm. I wish that they would like in an update let you have a hot bar that you create. And mm-hmm. so yeah. I if These I press my, that filter one yeah. more time, I now have like a 10 slot hot bar that lets me put what I want into it. And then boom, I always have that ready to go. I'm I'm set. I think that would be a very easy thing to do and be very helpful. Okay, here's a question for you. Um yeah. I I shoot I shoot my bow, it breaks. Yep. Uh, I know that I can just open up the the same weapon menu and it will have another bow there that I can immediately equip. But if I take out my sword because I'm in combat and I I don't have a bow, I need to fight this thing. Um, how what's the best way of equipping a bow outside of just right. hitting the start button and, and right trigger, right trigger and over on the yeah, right and right. Ah, OK, sure. That makes some sense. That does that. Cool. Yeah, no, I've, I I've just always gone back could... into the start menu and equip another bow every I, time that happens. Yeah. Unlike I, the swords where I can just easily equip I, a sword. I'd have to test it, but I, I feel like in Breath of the Wild, maybe it wasn't that way. Maybe if your bow broke and there wasn't, like it wouldn't allow you to change it. But maybe oh. I'm imagining. Do you One remember, more thing on, on the bow? Yeah, like if your bow broke... Yeah. In Breath of the Wild, would you have to go into your inventory and manually equip it? Or no, it was the same. The same way. Okay. You can do the All trigger. Right. The speaking of bows, if you come across one yet, I don't know if you've seen it yet, Chase. There's a there's like basically three types of shots that come from different bows. You have one that zooms in like a hunter bow. You've got your standard bows, and then you have one that shoots three. Yeah, I remember the triple shot from from Breath of the Wild. I have not mm-hmm. found one of those bows yet. Um but again, I I feel like I'm playing this game incredibly not not poorly, but incredibly inefficiently. Like you were talking before we started recording tonight uh, about fighting upgraded Lionels, and like I I still haven't seen my first Lionel yet. I I just I've, seen I've, walk, I've walked around a lot. I got my uh, I got my shit kicked in by. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean I'm sure I, I'm sure it would be the same with me. It's just I have not even seen one wherever I've gone. They they have. They don't exist right now. They're tucked away. Like I, it's... I, I, I will say the triple shot bow in the depths. If you need to get quick lighting, that's a very effective sure. way to do sure. it because it still counts as one, but you're shooting three. It's Makes very sense. good. It's I, very good. I'm always I'm just, I never want to waste the arrows when I'm down there. It's like I'll, I can just I can just heave these things. Link links just throwing them throwing them like randy johnson down there just like yeah fuck it you 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 get a bright bulb seed you get a bright bulb seed here's another dumb dumb thing again just a little weird if you're in a zeitgeist moment they're gonna patch this so i'm not too concerned about it but if you're duping things there's a quest you get in rito village that you can just go over and do again talk to her she's over where the uh hot air balloon was she requires two different types of fish or bright shrooms and gives you arrows so just dupe mm-hmm. all those things and then go and give her all those items. And she gives you stacks of 10 each time. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, anyway, the, yeah, that yeah. game continues it's, to be fun. Um, so fucking good. Um, I love it. 
I'm looking forward to this long holiday weekend that we get here uh, yeah. with Memorial Day and hoping to play a lot more of that game. I, I'll, I will not finish it by this weekend for sure, but um, I'm looking forward to playing a big chunk of it. Um, you know, there's another little game that um, that I've been playing as well that has kept me from playing more uh, Tears of the Kingdom, and that is they released another season of Destiny. Oh, God. On Tuesday. Uh, which means it's time for me to play more Destiny. Uh, I I thought the last season was was pretty okay. Uh, the that was the I first mean, bit, that was the actual like launch. Right? Yeah, they haven't, they haven't, this is their first, first uh, small season. Right, right. Okay. So like that is the annual expansion and the first season. So it always kind of feels like double content for for that first yeah. one. Uh, and then this is the new small season. Yes. Um, it is called the season of the deep. You are going back to Titan, Titan, the uh, the moon of Jupiter. Oh, yeah. Has, or moon of Saturn, Saturn, Jupiter, Cameron, Saturn. which Saturn. Um, it is shown back up. It had disappeared. It had been taken by the darkness at one point, And now uh, it's it's back. And uh, Deputy Commander Sloan who was your your vendor person there. We we thought she also just kind of got eaten up by the uh, eaten up by the darkness when uh, when all that stuff happened. Uh, her, she had a distress call that now works and you go and you do a mission on Titan where you go to rescue her and you find out that she has kind of been taken like half taken where now she has like the taken -y glow stuff that's kind of going around her but she's still her she just Weird. Uh, she's just she, she's like oh yeah i can kind of tap into their comms like if you call them if you can call them comms i mean i i don't know i'm like a i'm like a black and white flamey lady now but I'm, I'm here uh also meet my fucking friend uh and uh, it's it's like the it's just this giant leviathan uh big fucking fish uh it's basically it's a lot like the uh the uh what's the mass effect dlc was that that was called leviathan right yeah yeah um for mass effect one i believe um so it does seem a little bit like that all and a similar kind of story of hey uh in in mass effect it was hey the reaper's fucked us up too i'm i'm like one of the remaining ones here i can tell you some of the stories about how they fucked us up and and give you some context for the whole thing that's going on and this uh, because of sloan's new taken power stuff she's also able to kind of communicate with this leviathan um i forgot what it's called like asha i think is the name that she's called it uh oh. and she's like oh yeah i can talk to asha and and asha has uh like asha species also was fucked over by the witness uh a long time ago and we can kind of they can she can give you some some intel on how to maybe fight the witness or follow the witness or what's going on. Um, so uh, from a story standpoint, that's kind of that's kind of cool. Uh, they've opened up. I mean, you, it, Titan is not a place that you can go to. Yeah, it's not it's a very planet fragmented. Uh, yeah, like it's not a full planet again where you could just go in there. Uh, but it is it does have missions that are on their campaign missions. And then also the the new six player activity for the, the season is there. It's called salvage. Um, there's there's a lot more water stuff that goes on. Like previously, you were above this this big ocean of methane. And sometimes yeah. you kind of go down into these facilities. But now sometimes you're just breaking out of that and you're 
in the fucking ocean. Oh, um, weird. And they've added a pressure mechanic now where you kind of have to Sonic the Hedgehog style uh, pick up the the air bubbles. Oh, to, air bubble. Is there God. a timer? Uh, there's there's a bar that is, is there constantly going down, and yes. when the bar gets yeah. when the bar gets really low, you start to hear cracks and crunches in your helmet, uh, and even the glass starts to break. And I'm like, okay, nope, don't like that. <laughs> like, if they played the fucking Sonic the Hedgehog music, it would be the scariest thing possible. God, always gave me such an anxiety. Oh, terrible, yeah. terrible. Yeah. Um, so you you also can't shoot when you're when you're in this mode. So they're not they're not combat places uh so they kind of just do it to get you from one place to another and it's a bit of a jumping puzzle and you you move differently in the water so it's a it's kind of a new way of playing the game for some very small sequences and then you get back to places where you can start shooting again uh, but it's been it's been okay um and then the weapons uh, that's that's always kind of the most important part um to me at least of what 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 are the rewards what are you actually going for out of this and they've brought back, uh, I forgot which season it was. It was the one where they kind of revamped Gambit and had a new set of Gambit weapons. And um, you could go you could go to that place that was with the nine. It was like a uh, I, I forget. Is it called Eternity or is that just the multiplayer map? I can't. Remember. I don't think I was playing a lot um, of it then. Yeah, you might not have been. There's a submachine gun called the Bug Out Bag. I mean, they, they, they were like black black metal weapons with yeah. some gold trim stuff on them um gnawing hunger was a really popular one back then too as a as an auto rifle anyway they've brought back that set uh although they didn't bring back gnawing hunger which is a real bummer because that's one of my favorite weapons um not only from that set just ever and they're like nah, we don't need that one um so they brought back that set. It's got new perks on it there. You can craft these weapons now. That's pretty cool. And then they've also brought in uh, these new taken weapons, which uh, look awesome. If, if Bobby, you might even remember this from Destiny one. There was a shotgun that had that kind of taken yep, fiery awesome. glow to it. Super cool. Um, that shotgun, that specific shotgun is not is not back in the rotation. What's really lame so Bungie's done this a lot lately uh, where they've taken old designs of guns and they give them kind of a new paint job, call it a different gun, give it some different perks and call oh, it a so destiny. Yeah, like <laughs> destiny. We're we're used to that. I told you they had that kind of gambit set that, mm -hmm. that they brought back. There's a second set that is just all of those exact same weapons, except they have the taken uh, look to them and they might they might be different archetypes they might shoot at different rpms they have different styles of perks on them but it's the first time in my in my uh estimation that they've brought back the same weapon set twice in the exact same season like you look at this thing they're even on the same vendor where it's like would you like one of these weapons would you like this submachine gun that you've already used before uh, a handful of seasons ago or would you like this one that is basically the same thing it has the exact same model just with like a different paint job and it's like but, but they're basically the same weapons like no 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 fuck it don't don't worry about it it's okay it's this different. one's stasis this one's stasis that one's that one's solar and you're like yeah i guess so but you couldn't have picked any other weapon set to to bring back God. with the models and, and give this taken paint job to. I don't know. It's it's not like a laziness thing. It's just it's something the community has always bitched about. And it feels like uh, this time they've gone. Well, I don't know. Fuck it. We're, we're bringing back a set. Let's bring it back twice. 
Uh, to be fair, I think a lot of those weapons are really cool. They have some really nice perks on them. Uh, there are some specific perks that were only on weapons from previous raids that now they've they've I guess Bungie's like, OK, those 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 perks aren't so special now that we can we can just put them on on some of these new weapons, these more common weapons that are easy to, for, easier for people to get. So there's weapons, more weapons with reconstruction, more weapons with rewind rounds, um, more weapons with one of the new things from last year, which is called kinetic uh, kinetic tremors, which is a really cool perk. And now it's on more more weapons than ever. The the last wish raid, they've made all of those weapons craftable now. So you can go back through the last wish raid and collect your chattering bones or your transfigurations. And uh, they have some some new perk pools on them, some really good perks on them as well. So a lot of a lot of neat stuff. I think the six player activity is fine. Um, it's got it's got some cool ideas to it. Nice. Uh, it's, I mean, it's just it's it's kind of more destiny, but I like I like Titan. It's cool to be back. Um, and I like some of the some of the weapons. And I I mean, it, it seems like it's going to be uh, another thing that I check back in weekly, maybe even every couple days um, to, hmm. to go find. Oh, uh, one one last thing I do want to mention as like a really nice quality of life thing that um, is going to save me a lot of time. Uh, if you had a weapon that you've been trying to get crafted and you only have so many of the patterns, like usually these some of these weapons need like five patterns. And, you know, I have two or three on some of these in the season pass now, both the free route and the paid route. They will give you a new currency that are these like deep sight tokens and you can turn any weapon that could that has a craftable pattern to it. You can take any one of those non deep sighted weapons that you get and turn it into a deep sight, which then you can break down to get more pattern progress. Hmm. So so it's a it's a way of not having to get the red bordered weapon and still being able to get the the crafted pattern out of out of it. So especially for somebody like me who doesn't do a lot of the raids, I've done enough of the raids to have some of the weapons from those things. Um, it is nice to have a way for me to turn the OK, but but not the good stuff weapons that I have into the weapons that I know that I will will want to be able to craft those things, um, because right now or like the last year plus, I've had to go in each week and play the same raids uh, to get like these secret chests that I can do solo and I don't need to have a whole squad of six to go find these one chests and I can do them one per character, one per Chase, raid. You gotta, you gotta stop playing this game that way. Yeah, no, it sucks. And and this is now a way where uh, where I don't have to play it that way. And I can I can just gradually get those weapons in a in a more uh, in a less random way, because those chests didn't guarantee a deep sight weapon. So you just kind of had to roll the dice, cross your fingers and and hope you got something. Uh, I will tell you, I got two deep sight weapons doing that, doing that this week. Congrats, man. So this this was a very lucky week. <laughs> compared to others anyway well, destiny yeah. is still destiny i i don't think it's gonna this season is not gonna bring you guys back um yeah i mean i noticed you both fell off which is fine i knew it was gonna happen and and it did and that's okay um but it is it is more destiny i'm i'm much happier with the weapons this season i think than i was with the weapons last season so um it's gonna right be on. stuff that, that i'll keep playing and and having a good time with awesome 
Well, probably uh, won't talk about it too much more on the podcast, though, because I don't know. I'll let you know if something crazy happens. But right now it's more yeah. destiny, but it's it's solid. Nice. Glad to hear it. Uh, I've mostly been playing Tears of the Kingdom, as we talked about previously. Um, I said my piece there this week, but I have also made time to record a quick look that has not been published stream a game and play a little bit of this game which is humanity and humanity comes from the so ltd good it's so fucking good uh it's put it's, it's published by enhance it is currently on playstation and pc you can buy it for 30 bucks or opt into a higher tier on sony's uh playstation plus and i believe if you're in the middle to high tier it's included in that yeah extra extra yeah. is the one that i have still and I was able to add it to my library. That's because you never got rid of it when you got the cat game, right, Stray? Uh-huh. I forgot to cancel. Wow, so that's that's a long time that you've year. been having. Yeah, yeah. it is. Uh, humanity blends a lot of things together. It is a puzzle solver, a little platformer. It's got some uh, Lumi's vibes to it for sure. Uh, Chase, the game that you had on uh, your roulette wheel there. Uh, Echo, Echo Chrome. A lot of that's mm-hmm. there as well. But it is a very um, interesting layout of moving hordes of people that will follow you as a Shiba, a glowing Shiba in you dog. And there are abilities that you unlock as you are guiding humanity. Some of those might be the ability to direct them into one place or the other. One could be a jump, a high jump, a long jump. Uh, You can get some really cool abilities that will allow you to reset with all of your waypoints that you put down already loaded if you want to tweak a few things. It has one of the coolest soundtracks in the game probably since Celeste for me. Maybe last year I, I really enjoyed Tunic's soundtrack as well. But it's so fucking good. The whole package of it, the puzzle solving, it gets to this point where it's itching my brain as a puzzle game. And Johnny, you may or may not like this. Chase called it out on stream, actually. It is like a factory sim at times where you just need to have loops you're creating and you need to make sure that buttons are being pressed. And the way that you're just kind of coordinating this is so much about like conveyor belt stuff. So I'm I adore that. And I think that's probably why I've been so taken by this game. It's just fucking very well done. Yeah, I I think it's really, really cool. I, I like the soundtrack. I like the art style. Um, I like the general mechanics. The The thing I like most, and and it's something I mentioned, I think I mentioned in the quick look, I definitely mentioned it on Casual Mondays when we streamed it. Um, when I played Echochrome, you guys remember talking me talking about Echochrome. I, I talked about a little bit in my write-up as well for that. Um, I, I thought Echochrome was really cool, and it one of the things that bummed me out about it is that there were these time limits on on each level you'd go in and i thought this game was just going to be this really chill experience where um where you know you could kind of keep failing the the guy can walk off and and fall into the abyss and he just kind of comes right back i'm like okay that's cool i'll just i'll just kind of keep rotating this level and figure out how it works and then get it right and and that'll be fine it's just you know this kind of slow it's a it's a sudoku it's a it's a sunday crossword puzzle where you're just taking your time and sure they might they might time you at the end and tell you what you how you ended up but it's it's just a chill thing and then echo chrome would go like oh no buddy uh your five minutes is up or or if you played a level in a different way your 10 minutes is up you you have to stop and start over to the from the beginning i went oh that that kind of fucking sucks i, I didn't really like that 
um, humanity seems to be the answer to yes. that, where there there really is no fail state. The the only fail state and again it's not really one there are some special uh humans in in the the stages they call them goldies they're just yeah. large golden humans that tower over the other smaller oh, humans golden gods yes. basically that's um, essentially what it is uh and those those guys have one life to live so you you have to make sure that if you collect one of them by having your people walk over them that they get to the end the the goal um without without dying whereas the rest of your hordes of people can uh fall off the edge and fall into the abyss and be quote unquote recycled or or yeah. revived at some Reset point or something. As the game says they you're not just throwing a bunch of uh grist into the mill yeah <laughs> um, um but if, as long as you're not dealing with the Goldies specifically, you can kind of just let the game sit and you can look around and you can place some ideas. You can figure out exactly what you want to do and then you can kind of let the machine. They, they go have that once button you, that you can push. You can basically pause it and go into like a free camera mode to look around for like your next move, which is really helpful. The Goldies, Johnny, are um, if you pick them up, there's usually like one or two in a level. They are the skill tree or like the battle pass. If you progress the Goldie, that, that unlocks yeah. a new skill set for you. It. Okay. Yeah. All right. No, I, I yeah, because I remember in the trailer seeing the Goldies, I guess. Yeah. They're, they're, they're just these, wondering these bonus objectives. What was special about them? Because they obviously stand out uh, against the the mob of people that's following. Yeah, them. I mean, so so far from what Bobby and I have seen, they they don't add anything to they don't have any special powers. It's just if you can get them to the to the goal, you get the the bonus for them. That might change later. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, there seems like this game from the trailers that I've seen just has tons of mechanical things that they add. Um, we, I've seen like Indiana Jones style boulders coming, coming down. Um, there's like an enemy faction of people that are all shooting laser pistols at each other. Um, there's there's ways where you kind of have to like disperse your people uh, and and it's yeah, like you're, there's you're some wild them shit. And funneling them into different stuff. Yeah, it, it seems really, really cool. Uh, I want to get my hands on it myself. Um, I've so far I've only watched Bobby play it, and the problem is there's too many fucking games right now. Uh, I know, and I'm gonna talk so, about more of them. Uh, yeah, so I, I don't know when I'll actually get to play in humanity, but I, I can tell you I'm quite smitten with what I've seen, and I I would love to get my hands on it myself. Johnny, uh, this is made up of some ex uh, Tetris effects dudes, so you're gonna yeah. get some so really it was good published by the yeah. same. Yeah, same the developer publisher. is the Limited T H A Limited. Very good stuff there. Uh, so check that out. 30 bucks included on what uh, the higher and mid tier of PlayStation Plus. There's a demo, I think, on PlayStation, or there was at least. It does have VR support, so you can check that out. I think it'd be a trip to see it that way. Uh, we won't stream it again just because we don't want to spoil anything, but you can go back and watch our video on demands. If you're listening to this, uh, you can see our quick look as well. Uh, another game I really want to get into because I've only played maybe 30 minutes to an hour of is the Miasma Chronicles. 
And this is the same studio that brought us Mutant Year Zero, you know, Chase, the game that you finally get to play. Uh, mm-hmm. The yeah, Bearded Ladies. that I am playing this game right now. I know. Uh, while you're playing the sequel. Or not, it's not a sequel, but the, the next the game. next game. Yeah. yeah. So this came out May 23rd. The Bearded Ladies developed as being published by 505. Uh, this is, if you've played Mutant Year Zero and you liked it, buy this game. It is very much that. This is a... Um, it's an RPG, so you do have the uh, open world roaming in between your battles, a lot like Shogunners that we're playing right now as well, a lot like Mutant Year Zero, I should say. Um, but this takes place in Southern America, and it is a post-apocalyptic setting, much like Mutant Year Zero. There is the Miasma, or Miasma, Miasma, I think that's how... I say Miasma, but I... Yeah, miasma. I, mean, I, I um, Miasma, but... Miasma, I yeah. Miasma. That has, uh, there's been a nuclear event, I believe, that has caused basically humanity. They 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 call us, I guess, the originals, and they're like, oh, that was the originals that walked here. Uh, you place Elvis. You have a robot companion that Is I think might Elvis. He's white. <laughs> He's white. Um, the uh, the your robot companion sounds exactly like Robert Downey Jr. in Tropic Thunder. Um, which okay. is very, Ooh. very funny. All right. Um, so, so he is white is what you're saying. <laughs> he's white. Um, and I got to tell you, this game is really fucking good. Uh, the, the shooting feels great. The cover systems there. This is a two action point per turn game that you get for each one of your characters. Uh, you are picking up loot and materials. I've gotten a really kick-ass gun and you get attachments. I was able to put a scope on that gets me 20% further range, which is awesome. Uh, but you have this glove and I'm, I'm rebuilding the glove because an incident takes place. But it looks like you're going to have some really crazy abilities that you can bring into it, like casting tornadoes. Uh, you're going to be doing some earthquake type stuff, really tearing up the landscape. And I think it's going to be awesome. One thing I will t- will call out, I believe this was a Mutant Year Zero as well. Um, you can split your party up and create an ambush, which is so much fucking fun. And that that is here again. Like Mechanically, this feels identical in a lot of ways to Mutant Year Zero. And the writing seems sharp as ever. The setting is really cool. Um, the graphics are great. It looks and runs really well. Deck compatible also. I think it's out on everything right now. I, I don't know if it's on console or um, not or on Switch. Yeah, I, yeah I, don't, I don't think it's on Switch. But I can look that up later. Uh, it is. Yeah, it's, it's only on the current generation of consoles and Windows. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Switches. Or no, no, switch. I'm sorry. It's switch on is Xbox current. One. Switch is current gen. Came oh, out last gen. It's a last gen console. Mm. Um, it's, it's a cross gen console. Whatever you got to tell yourself. Well, um, Miasma Chronicles is, is not currently on the Switch. Though. No. Uh, it's very cool. I, I think that we will definitely quick look this. I, I probably will stream this very soon with Chase. I think he needs to see it. Yeah, and uh, I'll play some if I can put down Zelda. But hey, I w- if I, I wasn't already playing <laughs> Mutant Year Zero literally right now, uh, then I might be really into this game. But I will. I will now, say this much: it. having two games like this come out in the same month between Shogunners and this, those are both very competent, very well executed turn-based tactical shooters. That it's if good you to see this genre, yes, alive and well. Yes, I. 
Oh, and last thing I'll call out the the you're fighting mutants alongside humans. So like I've been taking on these giant fucking frogs that use bow and arrows. And it's not Turgle, is it? No, Turgle's a sweet boy that would oh, never do anything like that. Okay. But uh, it's cool. If you have the means to check it out, it is $40 on PC. I don't know if that carries over on console or not. Um, it is uh, 50 bucks across the board, it looks like. Maybe it was 50 not 40 um, You can get it for 40 right now from uh, Fantastical. Okay. It's really um, good. It's worth checking out. And we will do that. Cool. Uh, that's what I've been up to. Johnny, right. what about you? Oh, oh my gosh, excuse me. Um, so are aside we, are from, we boring you, Johnny? Yeah, you are. Uh, wow. <laughs> aside from just uh, the obscene amount of Zelda I've been playing, uh, I picked up, surprise, surprise, uh, there's a new Warhammer 40k game out uh, called Bolt Gun. One that actually is- looks good. <laughs> And it is good, Chase. That's it's great to hear. Uh, I think, let's see, I've only put like an hour into it so far. It's just um, Doom, right? It is It is a boomer shooter, uh, like your uh, cruelty squads, your, uh, God, I can't, there's, there's, there's been several of them that have come out. And this is, yeah, it's like that. So if you grew up playing your Dooms and your Wolfensteins, uh, and you like walking down, corridors and going through arenas and and watching dudes blow up and just pixelated viscera this may be for you do you think Um, is there another series out there that has more genres covered like there's so many uh, different for like i'm trying to think if there's another ip out there that has been as diversified as what 40k has been across Mm. different styles of gaming I don't know, because like, yeah, you're right. Like they they have turn based tactic games. They have uh, your your dark tides, your vermin tides, and there's also like the the fantasy, and then there's the fart like the well, there's the, that like action RPG sci-fi. coming out too, mm-hmm. right? Like the one that kind of looks this, like this ties directly into Space Marine too. Oh, it uh, does. So, mm-hmm. Oh, uh, there's, a, there's a lot of different fucking Pokemon games. That's, nah, true. that's true. That's true. That's true. Mario as um, well. Yeah, Mario's been in a lot and, of stuff. Okay. Uh, so this one, you are you are playing a space marine. Uh, you're going to this planet to fuck up some heretics uh, in the name of the emperor. Hell are yeah. you only one class in this? Yeah, you're just okay. you are a, a blue space marine uh, voiced by uh, one Rahul Kohli, who played the sheriff in Midnight. Oh, Mass. awesome. Awesome. He's a he's a huge 40K nerd. Uh, so I, I like you think he'll be in the, the show with Henry. I don't know. That would be really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a dedicated taunt button. So if you push T, he just says some crazy shit about the, the empire or like prepare to die. Um, You're playing this you on have, Steam, you said? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Uh, playing it on Steam is 20 bucks. Uh, and it's it's very much that type of game with a Warhammer skin. So you're you're using a bolt gun, which is their signature weapon. I've also gotten a shotgun. And I just got the plasma gun and all the weapons feel awesome. Uh, like I was kind of worried about that just because it's kind of a mixed bag with these Warhammer games. Like a lot of them aren't very good. Uh, but this one, this is one of the better ones I played. And it, it has that like quick, you know, 
you, you sh- it has controller support, but I feel like this is when you need to play mouse and keyboard uh, if you're playing yeah. on PC. Um, but you're going through, you're picking up health. Uh, your, your armor is called Contempt, which I think is pretty good. Uh, you're because of the contempt you have for your enemies oh that you're God. fighting. Um, and you have your chainsword, which is your melee, and it also has a lunge. So you can ping from one enemy to another with your chainsword. Um, and right, yeah, mm-hmm. I can hear you. Uh, says the stream died. Says oh, OBS is trying to re- reconnect. Okay, it, I think it just reconnected. It did. Okay, we're good. Hi. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's playing an ad right now for me, but okay. yeah, me I assume I assume we're back. All right, um, weird. We'll just keep going. Yeah, I, Johnny, I want to yeah. ask you about. Oh, yeah, it's a noise. Mute that Twitch stream. Okay, we're good. Hi, <laughs> Johnny. It is, it is working. Uh, hi, Chase. Yeah, yeah, it's working. I can tell it's working. Um, I wanted to ask about the deep lore in in Warhammer 40k bolt gun. Uh, do you feel like you've learned more about? Harold's heresy? No, no, that's not his no. name. What's his, just what's his name? Harris or the Horus? The Horus. 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 Well, that actually heresy, takes yeah. place uh, prior to. 43. Sorry, that I don't really care. Do, do they talk about the uh, magic cards at all? Do they reference no. like any of the cool cards that no. goes on? I mean, no, I'm fighting. Uh, I'm you know you're fighting uh, heretics who. Uh, that was the deck that broke Bobby. Uh, Whenever we played that one sure, time. Sure, sure. Um, I, I don't know anything no, about 40k look, man, lore. Like, you can... You don't need to know any of that shit. It's it's very bare bones. It's shit. just, you know, you're going to this planet to fuck shit up. And when you get there, you fuck shit up. And um, I think the, the things I will call out... The taunts, I said, were, are, are fantastic. And there's a bunch of lines. Like, I, I don't think I've heard the same line twice. Um, the movement? Like, you feel like how bulky and just just what a wrecking ball this guy is that that you're controlling and uh when you jump and when you land the sound that your armor makes and the animation when he like gets back like you know he goes down on his knees and he stands up like it's just it's really really well done it, it's good to see a game like this you know because who knows with with warhammer games if it's going to be good or not most of the time true. yeah um but this one seems real good so far. And the, like the Frank's hot sauce of video games, yes. video game licenses. It's just uh, slap that shit on everything. The only other game I learned this from uh, the skill up review of this. So Oroch Digital is the developer. And the only other game that they have put out is a beer brewing simulator. Dude, I've seen this. I've not played yeah. it, but I've seen Brewmaster. It. Uh, beer brewing simulator came out last year, uh, so that is so you know, quite you're the transition. They have, yeah, they've got a pedigree then. They do. Yeah, okay. it's just that I think that just goes to show that, like, uh, you know, they'll give the Warhammer games workshop to anybody. Yeah, games work. <laughs> yeah. It's like kind of like Stephen King, where he's like, "Yeah, give me a buck. You can, you can use a license for this story and and make a movie out of it." Um, so yeah, I'm I'm enjoying it quite a bit. I cool. I it, it really impressed me with the the trailer that we showed on on uh, mm-hmm. the the May preview. So yeah, I I think you could not give two farts in the wind about Warhammer stuff. That's great because I don't. Yeah, still have a good time playing this and just watching dudes blow up when you shoot them with your bolt gun. Hell yeah. Um, 
Hells uh, to the yeah. Yeah. And that brings us to the news, guys. Um, we have a few things well, to get week. through here. Yeah. Um, PlayStation had a showcase today. Uh, I think we'll, we'll, we'll bookend uh, the show with that. We have a few other stories to get through just very quickly. Not what um, bookending means. Yeah. Is it? In no, cap. We, in cap. we that, would start and right. end with it. Sorry. In cap. That's what I meant. Uh, Tears of the Kingdom has sold 10 million copies in its first three days. Sounds about uh, right. And that was that was a while ago now. So I can only imagine that number has grown exponentially since then. It's a uh, lot of a yeah. lot of Zeldas. It's it's the biggest Zelda launch ever. Uh, it was still number one. Is it the biggest Switch still? launch? No, I don't. I don't know if it's the uh, biggest uh, Switch launch. I, but I have to. I have to imagine that's Mario Kart, Animal right? Crossing. Oh, Animal Crossing yeah. might be up there too. Yeah. yeah. Um, this thing is is doing numbers. So it's it's a very great game. It's making Nintendo a a bunch of fucking money. Um, and we all like it very much. Yep. Uh, Steam. You know it. You love it. Uh, they started offering 90 minute demos on, on games. And uh, what was one that they highlighted here? Dead Space. Dead Space got a oh, minute demo, which is more than enough time to know whether or not you were going to well, like this. How long was the old demo? There wasn't a demo. They just had a two, they have a two hour I refund. See. Yeah. So yeah. I, I'm wondering like if this, this seems kind of calculated, right? Like, yes. Uh, maybe to curb back on on refunds from demos or uh, refunds from people mm-hmm. playing buying a game playing it for two hours and, and leaving so that's cool i think i think that they're also doing that as a a way to hopefully like either i don't i wonder if they're gonna keep reviews like a hardware check a hardware check uh, is one but also from a review standpoint if they only do a demo they can't leave a review i wonder if they're gonna mm. do something and those yeah i wonder if that'll be a thing Maybe. Um, uh, Mortal Kombat 1. Now, yeah. I thought Mortal Kombat 1 came out in the early 90s whenever well, we were see, all that, That's where you're wrong, obviously. Um, and and remember, Sonic the Hedgehog only came out in 2006. That's true. Yeah. True. And he kissed he kissed the lady. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, uh, they put out a like a cinematic trailer for this. And it's it is just as violent and and it fucked up as you would hope wild. it would be. Um, What's the last Mortal Kombat game you guys played? 11. Uh, 11. Oh, you did? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Well. I bought it. I yeah. I will always have a soft spot in my heart for, for Mortal Kombat. Um, I played the Street Fighter 6 demo uh, a few weeks ago. Had a lot of fun with it. It has like a much more accessible control mode, so you don't have to like input all the combos and stuff. Um but still feel like you're doing good at the game. I feel like I'm probably going to buy Mortal Kombat if I buy a fighting game this year, just because I have such a, an attachment to that series going back to when I was a kid. Uh, and also, I, I feel like at least in the last handful of games for each franchise, Mortal Kombat has has had more there for the solo player. Yes. Yeah, I, the, the story mode in 11 was a lot of fun. Uh, 
And uh, I'm looking the story mode in five wasn't there at launch and no, it wasn't. <laughs> only no. showed up much later. So, yes, uh, one one of these companies cares about the solo experience and the other company does not give a fuck. No, it's very true. At, at least about fighting game solo experiences. They seem to care yeah. a lot about other solo experiences, as we'll get into when we talk about the PlayStation showcase. Oh, yeah. We're going to do right now. Um, Let so, me see if I can make this work just to have it play in the background. You all okay. keep talking. This is fucking long. I, yeah, it was. I, <laughs> uh, Johnny, right before the, the show actually started, uh, Johnny sent me a message and was just like, hey, what are you what are you hoping for? And I, what was my response? I don't remember exactly what it was, but it was something like, I don't fucking I don't know. Have any like, expectations. Yeah, it's like, I have no expectations of this. I don't know what they're showing. I kind of don't care. Um, I, I didn't expect to be excited by any of this stuff. And I think some of the stuff uh, was pretty hit and miss. But yeah. some of the stuff that hit, hit pretty fucking big uh, in it a way sure that, that shocked me. Sure yeah. did, dude. It was um, awesome. We got some some surprise announcements. We got some some things that had been rumored for a while. Um, I mean, there, there was a lot of stuff. It was there was, was a over lot of an stuff. hour. Is is this a case where we want to highlight a couple things per person? I think that uh, works. do we want to hit some of the the big, big marks now and then and then touch on a couple things? Yeah, I I'll start. Uh, yeah. Metal Gear Solid Delta uh, Snake Eater. They're remaking MGS3, which I never played. Um, but it also is strange to think that this is happening without any input from Kojima. And so I have to wonder, like, what what is going to change? How will this differ from the original game? Should I just buy a copy of Snake Eater and play it on my PS2 if I want that? Right. That true experience. Um, well, and, but, yeah, I mean, you don't you, you don't need to do that because they're also they're also releasing the first three games and yeah. they, they call it volume one, which makes me think maybe we'll get volume two that has four it's, on it because that exactly. still only lives on the PS3. That's the most insane thing to me. And I, I know that four is not necessarily the most popular one of those games, but for being such it's fucking a, Metal Gear Solid. such a like, storied franchise yeah for for that game to have only appeared on one PlayStation system and never anywhere else is just crazy wild yeah anyway um, i agree uh, yeah, i mean i i think the thing i'm most interested in is do they do they go back and get david hater again uh, yeah, they did they do they did they do did they did they announce the, that the entire original voice cast is back? I saw that. Okay. Nice. Uh, I forget where I saw it on Twitter or something, but cool. Because I, uh, I noticed David the trailer didn't like. Yeah, a trailer so, didn't have any voices in it whatsoever. Yeah. So I was, I was like, excited, uh, waiting for it, right? Like I was like, Can't yeah, you wait, huh? right. Like, say the line. Say the line, Snake. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, yes. Long, long live Kiefer Sutherland. Kiefer Sutherland is dead. Um, yeah. God, um, we got a glimpse at Bungie's next title, which is actually what is this? Because it's very different from original marathon, obviously. But yeah, so like that was I don't know. Was that the first game Bungie made was marathon? Mm -hmm. It it was at least like one of the first franchises that they worked on, Um, which which was I wrote 
my oh, dissertation. That's, that's fair. That, I'm sorry. I have to go back 200 um, episodes of the casual hour <laughs> to find that the, the thing you never finished, uh, like every video game ever. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. So like marathon is, is kind of in that, uh, boomer shooter, uh, era of video games. Right. Yeah. Um, but maybe it was, yeah. a it was one of the first 3d, 3D games. Yeah, uh, but maybe a little bit more uh, cerebral, I guess, or like story driven than than yeah, like very than like, Doom was for sure. It was way more sci fi for sure. Yeah. Uh, and they they've put these games out like for free multiple times over the years. Uh, so they're, they're free right now. I, I yeah. don't know what website you have to go to, but like there is a marathon specific website is like, yeah, you just can download the games for free. Yeah. Go for it. Uh, they they went to iOS. Uh, I played some of them there. There's like an XBLA version of at least Marathon 2. Mm-hmm. I, I, I remember that. Um, this cinematic, because that's what it is. It's not gameplay or anything. Yeah. Uh, I guess we should say this is going to be an extraction shooter, yeah. uh, a PvP extraction shooter, which I'm I'm very interested. I know, I know you guys are, are less keen on that. Absolutely yeah. not. Um, I like extraction. That trailer was one of the coolest things I've ever seen. And then you hear, oh, yeah, it's going to be like a game as a service extraction shooter. And I went, oh, fuck. It's Bungie, man. I lost all interest. I already have a game as a service that Bungie makes. I do not need a second one. I actively want to stop playing the first one, uh, but I'm stuck. So I, I will be damned if I get caught in this again. I don't care how much justice you put in the soundtrack. Uh, it's I can't, I can't do it. I can't do it. I, I loved everything about this trailer. And then everything I've heard of it since has made me sick well, to my stomach. Maybe reserve judgment until we actually see what the game looks like. Sure. Uh, see if I, can. I hope it, I hope it has a, a single player story mode to it. That's all I want. There you go. Uh, Bungie also showed off uh, a teaser for the final shape. And we had a surprise guest show up, didn't we, Chase? Everyone's favorite, your friend and mine, Kate Six, was there for some reason. I uh, mean, they're they're playing through temporalities and stuff. It, it seems like that's what's. Uh, I mean, at, at the end of the the story for uh, Lightfall, there was like the witness cutting this triangular hole in the traveler and then going through it. And then at the beginning of this season, you see like a a guardian trying to not your guardian, but a random guardian trying to go through that and then uh, getting fucking mangled. (laughs) Um, So following the witness does not seem to be a viable plan, uh, at (laughs) least and not until we do something on Titan and probably do a couple other things as well. Um, But that like that trailer seems to take place uh, on the other side of that portal. And it was Ikora, who is the warlock um, head of the warlocks. Forgot what they call them. Um, uh, She is kind of talking to herself, but Cade is also there. So I don't know if that's actually Cade or like a different plane of existence, Cade, or or what's going on. Uh, Yeah, I I I don't think you had a goatee. Um, I I have to wonder if this is, hey, we know we don't have Lance Reddick anymore. We need to we need to have somebody else shore up this voice cast. And and also maybe it's a good time to bring Cade back just generally. Um, 
I don't know. It, it could be fine. I'm I'm kind of whatever on Cade. It was he was never my favorite character, but um, it's yeah. I mean, you, you got to do something, right? Yep. For uh, sure. Bobby, I would love to know what what you thought of the Assassin's Creed Mirage gameplay we saw, because you are the resident AC. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Fan here. I think that it looks like a good return to form while bringing some of the modern concepts. Again, I don't know what it feels like. They did go to more of a kind of souls God of war style combat with the shoulder buttons, but Mm -hmm. this certainly looks to be more of the Gotham era, like Gotham Knight or Arkham Knight type fighting where you could bounce around a little bit more. I think that the setting reminded me a lot of like blending in more because like these last few games especially felt more like of an odyssey and just really fucking crazy. Yeah. Like bombastic shit where this felt like, hey, I need to blend in. I'm truly an assassin once again. Like that felt cool. And if I'm not mistaken, they're still going to go down kind of the the newer modern take. I think the next one's going to be in Japan. But I think that they've also said that they wanted to get back to Assassin's Creed pure for those folks who have been missing it. And I thought it looked slick. Like, yeah, I'm, I, I'm, I was really excited uh, yeah. by what I saw. And I I just kept thinking like, oh, is, is Altair back? Are we like going all the way back? And, and it's not. It's a different character. I mean, you are still in the Middle East. I don't know how he uh, pertains to Altair exactly. Maybe he's like one of Altair's apprentices. Um but that that was always the Assassin's Creed I like. I I'm the weirdo who really likes Assassin's Creed one and then thought two and Brotherhood were fine. But uh, I I have so much more uh, invested into Altair than I ever did Ezio. And, and I know that is not a um, common like opinion you see. But I yeah, I, I really liked that old old school yeah. Assassin's Creed. And if this game is like that, I, I know I'm sick of open world stuff and uh, even, even as much as I like Zelda, it is it is that open world shit. But part of me is like, ah, I could I could kind of go for some old yeah. Assassin's Creed. And this is October, and I think that it'll be a lot of fun. Uh, I'll be firing up the old Ubisoft Plus subscription again when that comes around and checking it I, out there. Yes. Yeah, that's a fantastic idea. Yeah. Uh, cool. Absolutely. Uh, so I'm really excited about that one. We got uh, uh yeah, go ahead, Bobby. I, I, are you are you just going down a list now? Or are we all going to? I thought we were telling. I like, think we're still hitting the, the big points like we uh, probably okay. we need to, should just say Spider-Man and then we can do whatever else. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got we got a good look at Spider-Man uh, Mar- Marvel's Spider-Man 2 coming in the fall. There was no firm date given for that. Uh, but it, yeah, it was just like 10 minutes. Of uh, gameplay. They showed a just, lot of gameplay. It was just a mission. And we saw a lot in that mission. Uh, you'll be able to switch between Peter and Miles. Peter has the symbiote uh, with him. His, do you his... think it's just going to be between those two? Because like they they show a couple of other people. Like, do you think Black Cat's going to be part of that? Because I the, think I think in like the initial trailer where they're like, oh, we have all these targets in New York, yeah. and it looked like Black Cat, Peter, and Miles. I, I, I think, wouldn't be surprised. I think Peter's if going to become a later. villain. Yeah, I think the symbiote. We're gonna get. We're gonna get Bully McGuire. Yeah, he's gonna do the dance. I uh, think. That, I think that you'll have people stepping in because there'll probably be a point in time where Peter's no longer a playable character, and so I do think that they'll probably tag in somebody else because we we. It's not Eddie Brock who has Venom in this. They've made it towards Henry or not Henry but Harry. Um, 
he has the symbiote to like keep him alive and so venom's going to be in here somewhere he was in the teaser trailer for it so we know that he's we know that he's established already but i would assume that peter and miles have it out at some point in time based off this yes looks Um, like i mean insomniac makes a hell of a thing and i thought miles morales was exponentially better than spider-man and i think having the symbiote and having the wingsuits and some of the abilities they're showing off they had to do something to make peter parker as interesting to play with as miles with all of his abilities and i like that it seems like they're going to also give you different play styles like hey i need to have somebody first a stealth mission because they're showing story right now but if it's anything like those other two games there's going to be little city things to do hey miles might be a better fit for this one because you need to be a bit quieter where you might you might want like more of a tanky symbiote to go in and do a fast murder trial or whatever it's going to be like i could see stuff like that playing into it for sure yeah i'm I'm very excited. I yeah. I loved both of those games. Um, I'm excited for you guys. I, I really bounced off that first Spider-Man game. I just didn't like the way it controlled. Uh, just could could not get into it whatsoever. But I I've, I like the symbiote stuff. I'm excited to hear what you guys think of it. And uh, and I'll, I'll support you. I'll, I'll go watch the, the next Spider-Verse movie with you gladly. But um, oh, yeah. not, not, me, not me and Jude that. are going to be seeing that. Yeah. A one. Cool. Nice. Um, what else stood out? I for me, I, Final Fantasy sixteen. Yeah, got the launch trailer for that. Um, and Dragon Dog. What you what you see? What you see in Final Fantasy sixteen in that trailer that uh, that was news to you? Um, that got that got you excited? I don't think there was I anything. Any, I don't think I saw anything new. Yeah. Um, but I. I am going into this with an open mind, open heart. I have not felt truly in love with a Final Fantasy game probably since 10. Uh, I didn't care for 13. Um, I thought 12 was fine. I kind of bounced off of it. And I like I think. What they're doing here is probably what this series needs is to be reimagined in a way and they have extraordinarily talented people uh leading the way there like with yoshi p and then uh, i can't remember the guy's name that was like the combat designer for devil may cry um so i'm i'm into it i i know that uh like chase you are much more a fan of the turn-based stuff and it hasn't even been turn-based oh yeah even longer than it was yeah uh um active but i I played a a good chunk of 15 and yeah generally liked what i played yeah so we'll we'll see i don't know like it's just it's felt like a series kind of adrift in a way like it's obviously still popular because they're still making them (laughs) yeah right they've uh, they've made at least 16 of them so it would uh it would shock me if that that franchise wasn't adrift at some point (laughs) yeah so i don't know i'm i'm really excited for this um and that, I think those were that covers all the really big stuff for me. Yeah, there. I'll just fire off a few things here. Um, I think Hell Divers Two looks really cool, and I know Hell Divers is very highly reviewed on on Steam at least. Um, so this looks to be a very different gameplay. Did you play the first one? I have not played the first one. I played the first one on the Vita, and mm-hmm. uh, I. 
I, I think it had some stuff in there that uh, made it relatively restrictive um, that I didn't really like. But I, I, I liked the trailer. I liked what I saw from that. Um, it actually reminded me a little bit of the the Ark Raiders trailer. Yeah, um, like seeing like the the first the first Hell Divers was all top down top stuff. Down, yep top-down shooter so to see them kind of go behind the shoulder um like that that game was always about co-op shooting with your friends um if if they loosen up some of those restrictions and and make it a little less punishing than the than the first game was i could totally see me jumping in that with you and and playing some of that yeah i'm very curious about that one i'm only going to just mention things that we haven't seen in like another game preview of stuff so this like new stuff for me i thought hell divers 2 looked really cool um i was really into seeing uh towers of i think it's is it agaspa is that how you say that or how how that went that was the yeah agaspa agaspa this was the it looked a little bit like a breath of the wild tears of the kingdom sometimes with the glider <laughs> a little bit <laughs> and uh but it does look to be more of like a city builder at times or at least crafting uh which i think looks kind of fun um, I really liked this deeper preview of Alan Wake 2 that they gave us. I'm excited to see more of the control universe coming into it, which is something that they said that they were going to be doing. Uh, of course, Assassin's Creed looked awesome. Uh, Revenant Hill got me so fucking excited, and and I found out a little bit more about that. Uh, it is the original writers, uh, well, two-thirds, the third no longer being with us, from that team that brought us Night in the Woods. It's set in 1919. And I believe it's going to be uh, kind of a prelude to what you see maybe in the Night in the Woods universe. So I, I believe that in this one you are doing a bit more survival and I, it, it kind of like comes off a little bit like an Animal Crossing almost. Like you need to find work to survive. You are now like in debt to this possum. Um, and it sounds like some of the shenanigans and bullshit that you would do from interacting with people in the town. Like I, Night in the Woods is one of my, my all-time favorites. I'm excited to go back to anything resembling that. Uh, I thought Dragon's Dogma 2 looked fucking incredible. I cannot wait to sink my teeth into that game. I think it's going to be very, very good. And um, I I thought that I thought Marathon stylistically was something to look at. I'm on the fence about what it will be. And I did not care for the Spider-Man game, as I mentioned, as much as Miles Morales. And I got very excited for what they showed here. I think that'll be a lot of fun to dive into. Uh, There was also one last one here for me. I can't remember the name of it. It was the same people who brought you uh, Grease or Gris. Um, Neva. Neva. I thought that looked really special. I'm never going to play that. that's not not, not true i'm definitely gonna play that um yeah i i really uh took to a couple of the smaller things they showed one one of those was that neva game Mm -hmm. um that that fucking that fucking wolf had a tree growing out of its head yeah it did which look cool look cool as hell i I don't know i i really really enjoyed greece um and and this this seems like it's gonna have at least some combat in it The, the woman has a sword um, I don't know if it's all going to be side scrolly like like Greece was, but uh, it seems like they're really bringing over that incredible art style stuff. Uh, speaking of incredible art styles, uh, I thought uh, Ultros had a had a cool look to it. That's the one that like it, uh, this oversaturated look. Like it, it was like a little bit uh, guacamole and a little That's bit the blasphemous. One that, it came right after Street Fighter, didn't it? 
Yeah, you you thought it was it was still Street Fighter because it was it had it had like this big multicolor paint stuff going on. Uh, but no, this is this is a completely different style of game. Side scroller, uh, a side scrolling melee ish game, maybe uh, like I, I don't know if it's actually going for a blasphemous or, or what, but uh, uh, I'll, I'll tell you just the art style immediately piqued my interest and I thought it looked really, really cool. Yeah, man. Agreed. And then. And then the last one, and for me, probably the coolest thing I saw in in the whole thing. Well, I mean, I thought the marathon trailer was the coolest thing I saw, and then I got extremely disappointed by it. But um, the the thing that has me most excited generally is uh, Sword of the Sea, uh, which which is by um, some of the giant. same people. Giant, the, giant, squid, giant squid, yeah, giant squid. Um, uh, but like the the visual designer from. Uh, Journey and Abzu and what's the oh, what's the other one they talked about in there? There's another one that's that's a super pretty game as well. Um, it, it seems like, hey, remember how cool the the sand uh, skating was in Journey? What if we yes. built a whole game I know. that is basically just that? Um, and it looks fucking rad. Your character is just surfing on a sword over these rolling sand dunes. Um, there's dolphins that are swimming in the air. Um, there's like a sand half pipe that you're you're just pulling tricks off of. It just seems it looks wild. It's 100 yes. percent aesthetic and I'm all about it. And if it's if it's anything like abzu or journey i i think i'll have a, a fantastic time with this game that was that was definitely the one that made me sit up and go oh there there's a game i'm gonna play yes that thing looked awesome for sure uh that was this year too correct uh let me yeah, i've got the page pulled up um they they showed off it doesn't oh, say release dates it says okay. will be released on ps5 though yeah they did show stuff i think that um uh, like they showed a good portion that was this year, which I, I we haven't really commented on it too much, but I, I think this was a, a very impressive showcase for Sony, and um, I think they did a, a hell of a good good job showing off what they got in the pipeline. I think the things we've mentioned were pretty good. There's a lot of stuff we haven't mentioned. Can anybody here name one PSVR two game that they showed? Arizona Party Sunshine four. two. You interested in playing that? I mean, no, I don't have a PS uh, VR two. I yeah. do have the Meta Quest two, but um, Beat Saber. I like Beat Saber a whole lot, and I like Queen sure. a whole lot. That's I think I think that's a very fine experience in VR and a fun one at that. Um, I I Arizona Sunshine. I know people like that game a whole lot. I've seen that advertised quite a bit. I I just don't have a desire to check it out, but. Yeah, man, that's that's kind of it for me. Like, yeah, I they they just had a whole section of of PSVR two stuff that um, I watched the first couple and thought uh, what I saw was not something I would ever want to play. I've I've been against VR for a while. You guys have certainly known that, but um, this like seeing this stuff does not make me go, oh yeah, it's time to jump into VR. I think I'm very that's comfortable thing, with my man. choice. Yeah. Um, oh, sure. seeing this, seeing this as the, the trailer stuff plays, uh, th this was just the shocking thing to me. Uh, after years of being dormant, uh, Grand Blue Fantasy Relink is 
back and alive, apparently, and coming out. Um, this was a game that Platinum was working on with somebody else. And then at one point they announced like, oh, yeah, Platinum is no longer working on this. And everyone thought, well, what the fuck does that mean? Is the game dead? Is, did Platinum do something wrong? Like, what, what happened? And then just we heard nothing about this game for for years. This was pre-pandemic before like, it was the last time I heard anything about uh, Grand Blue Fantasy Relink. And now they're like, oh, yeah, it's coming out winter of this year. Um, so, I, I, I mean, I don't I don't really care about Grand Blue all that much, but I, I thought this game had a ton of style when they showed it beforehand. And, uh, you know, this was this was coming. I think this was coming kind of off the heels of Automata near Automata. So it was it was mm -hmm. kind of like, oh, yeah, platinum action, more platinum action games like this. Yeah, absolutely. So um, so that one, I, I don't know if that got me excited as much as it just like let my jaw drop of holy shit. I can't believe sure. this is still alive. Um, and then we all I mean, we all are just ready to throw our dollars down and buy the uh, the new PlayStation handheld, right? Yeah, totally. Yeah, dude. I almost what? forgot. <laughs> that is one of the forgot to talk about that at all. It literally is the what it looks so generic. It looks terribly generic. I, I was considering sawing my dual sense in half and just attaching it to either side of my iPad mini. It like that's dude, what Sony did. Like they've I, here's the, I understand why they want you to have the dual sense. But Jesus Christ, Sony, you've made handhelds before that look fantastic. You make some of the best looking handhelds. Why did you fucking fumble it so bad? And I, I got to say that whole thing is fumble. It's all fumble. It's all fumble, man. Like we that is we talked about this before we recorded. But Jesus Christ, you can absolutely use your phone right now with a $99 kick. I have a backbone. I don't have the Sony one, but I have a backbone. It is a fantastic piece of hardware that you can put your phone in that can actually use 5G and you can do that currently for $99. If they have put out a $200 DualSense Edge, there's no way in hell this thing is going to be at that price point, which it should be. If a controller without a screen on it costs that much money, Jesus fuck, this thing's going to yeah. be so expensive. And and people were bagging on it on Twitter as as the event was going on that oh Sony just invented the Wii U and to that I say kind of not as good as the Wii U like right. the, the Wii U at least did something with oh there's this separate screen experience that you could do some stuff like the hardware certainly wasn't um, up to the quality that we kind of expect I'm sure the Sony one will feel better and look better but. Um, but, it's terrible looking that's, man. That's not what this machine is. This this machine is solely a remote play device. It, it's only going to play stuff that's already on your PlayStation 5. Um, it's it's not a dedicated handheld system. And I, I don't think Sony's ever going to do that again because uh, because it didn't go well for him the last time. And I, I think them showing off this shows that they're scared to even try but it's, dude, I, I don't know who this is for. It's it's for. So let me just back this up. I think that Sony is catering towards like aging millennials, people that have a, a bit more disposable income, like in the console realm, like it is the most expensive console family that you can be tapped into. And when I look at this device, it's much like the headset for VR, which makes even more sense than this. You have to have a PlayStation, so that's $500 to get into it. Mm -hmm. 
this is going to be for a, a family, I would imagine, or a couple that share for whatever reason, a single living room or whatever it may be. And if somebody wanted to be able to watch a TV show while still being in the same room together and continue their own things, that's where this comes into play. Like I, I, yeah, yeah, but to your point, like that, that this fictional couple, like I have a feeling they own and they own an iPad. They own, they own 100% dude. They have it already. They have a phone. Yeah. <laughs> like I, they have this, the ability so to do I this just, already. I don't I don't get it at all. Uh, I'm very much looking forward in ten years to bringing this on a on a show and tell deep dive episode of there the Cable Hour to talk about another this is its sole purpose. Piece. Yes. Where Dude. I can tell you about the PlayStation TV and how it led to whatever the fuck they're calling this thing. Uh, Project wow, Q. What a, what a I, fucking miserable it's, piece. It's a bummer, man. Like I would have loved to see them kind of step away from VR and I I think that they I don't know what they would do like I think remote play could be done on it but I think that they're at a point now where they would have to probably do PS4 era games or go back to some of those indies and bring it to it I I know that they want people to play remotely I know that they're trying to do that they've they've not really been creative in a cloud environment in my opinion had remote play what's up the Vita had remote play. You could. Yeah, I, yeah you could totally. Make, you could make a dedicated handheld system and also just have it. Have I know. Play. That's that, what I'm saying, man. Like, it just, but it would be a thing. It'd be something that people might actually use. And I'm I, look, Sony makes good, good headphones. I, I they, I'm excited right. to see what they're doing here with they these. Make like, good headphone I'm, cases. I'm, I'm wearing yeah. a pair of Sony headphones right now. God. They, I mean, they, hey, say what you will they are good about making consumer electronics it is it is the thing sony does they make some slick looking shit uh, and I, i'm i i'm not being hyperbolic i think that headphone case is one of the coolest looking things i've it's seen a good look. i don't think yeah. i want those headphones um i'll i'll stick with my airpods and just be fine with it but um i i just i, w- I would like that case Johnny, i want to put my airpods in that case those would be good headphones for you downstairs for if they have like well you have the sony ones don't you for your your playstation uh or is your playstation upstairs it's downstairs i have a i have a razor headset i got on sale oh that I used. okay because i i know it's just like discord now like having something mm-hmm. that would tap into it would be nice there i yeah. look man like this thing i they, they did claim that the psvr2 is picking up but that that came out in a pretty sad state. I don't know how the DualSense Edge is doing at that price point. And I I see this thing being 399 to to 250, somewhere in that ballpark for this. And I think the headphones will probably be 150 to 199 if I had to guess. And all of these have to go back to a PlayStation 5. It's it's expensive, man. Like it it is expensive. Um I would say this much you can you can do remote play on a Steam Deck. You can use the backbone that we've talked about. The ROG Ally that's coming out is seven hundred dollars. It runs Windows, which they have a a streaming app on Windows right now. They have a streaming app on yep. iOS. You can get iPads yeah. for hundred bucks. Like I don't know who this is for, except for like the diehard right Sony fanboys. Right, agreed. It's wild, man. It's a very weird thing. It's one of the weirdest things I've seen Sony do in a while. I mean, they made the PlayStation TV, so that made even more sense, though. Like, it's a good, it's a good piece of hardware. I mean, sure, you could, you could download stuff to that. No one bought it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you could remote play to it. 
it, no one bought it, but it had it had a real use case that I could sure. think of. Um, yeah. yeah. And, and also, I mean, we we talked about it more. You can go back and, and listen to that, that deep dive and, and learn more about it. Like that was that was a machine that wasn't built for America. It was built for uh, mm-hmm. another audience in another country that wasn't getting a PlayStation 4. And they thought this was a this was a market they could break into. And then once Americans saw it, we were like, oh, that's kind of cool. Can we have one of those? And Sony's like, yeah, I guess. And then we didn't buy it. Yeah. Um, so it's a little bit on us. But um, like there there was a reason that that was built. I I don't I just don't see the reason by Bobby brought up the the ideal scenario of where that would where that would be used. And I, even then, I still think it's an incredibly thin excuse. Oh, God, the fucking Gran Turismo movie. I know. But <laughs> you have say- true story. We need to end the show now. We do need to end the show. All right, let's end the show then. So uh, this week we've we've had a stream on Monday night where we did play Humanity, the game that we covered earlier. Uh, I have not been able to break away from work or Zelda to get the final stages of our quick looks. Apologies, I will probably double dip uh, tomorrow sometime, if not Friday. We'll just put up our podcast and quick looks and get everything there. Um, we will also not have a stream this Friday night. Uh, I will be on assignment and Johnny does not want to stream solo. Uh, we will be talking more about the Sony showcase along with other uh, summer of game stuff in the next few weeks. So just stay tuned for more coverage like this. We've got a lot around the corner. Uh, if you want to stay up with what we're doing, though, you can go to that social link there in chat. And you can also hear more about the great things Chase is doing by looking at all those links. Chase, what do you got going on? Uh, I'll just shout out Pilot Program real quick. Uh, Pilot Program is a podcast I do with my good friend Pierce Corshane. We watch the first episodes of every television show ever made. We are on our 11th episode now, uh, that which should be recording next week. We're watching The Shield. Uh, I'll give you I'll give you a little preview. I watched the first episode of The Shield yesterday, and I think it's one of the worst hours of television I've ever watched in my entire life. Yikes. So, going to be exciting to uh, hear my full thoughts when we record that next week. Good time. Uh, Shows.acast.com slash pilot program. There it is. Uh, All right, y'all. This has been a lot of fun. Thanks for putting together the notes on the show. And let's all head to Hyrule together. Bye, everybody.